This is Serenade Radio with the best in easy listening. Now here's Mark Stein with Stein's Song of the Week. Sometimes a great standard endures because its virtues are timeless, the truth of its words, the profundity of its melody and harmony enable it to transcend, to escape the confines of pop music fashion. But then again, sometimes a song can be old-fashioned, and we all know it's old-fashioned. You wouldn't say it that way today. You wouldn't write it that way today. Yet there's something in it. Perhaps it's very old-fashionedness and sincerity that still has the power to touch us. If you were the only girl in the world And I were the only boy Nothing else would matter in the world today We would go on loving In the same old way The Garden of Eden Just made for two With nothing to mar our joy I would say such wonderful things to you There would be such wonderful things to do If you were the only girl in the world And I were the only Dean Martin with Nothing to Mar His Joy. What a lovely word, mar, is in that song. As far as I'm aware, it's uh, unique to that lyric. I would be surprised if Dino, in the course of that rendition, was thinking of British Tommies up to their neck in the muck and bullets of the trenches on the Western Front. Uh, But those are the guys who made that number a hit. Here's the song in period context. I blow hot and cold on the blockbuster telly hit Downton Abbey. It can get a bit soapy for my tastes. But this scene is very well done. It's the depths of the Great War. And everyone must do her bit, even the daughters of earls. The Abbey itself is now a hospital for the war wounded and host to a village entertainment, a fundraiser in which not only the village 
villagers, but those at the big house must participate, no matter how unwillingly. Lady Mary has other things on her mind, not least that the great on-again, off-again love of her life, Matthew, is missing in action, and she knows enough about this wretched war to be aware that missing in action invariably proves a euphemism. Nevertheless, with Lady Edith at the piano, she starts off with the verse to a song everybody knows, and then signals that all should join in the chorus, and they all do, young men horribly wounded and disfigured for whom finding the only girl will be a miserable challenge. And Lord Grantham himself sings along, somewhat to the stifled horror of his mother, the Dowager, because popular song is the great equaliser. Most of you won't know how rare it is to see my sister, Edith and I, pulling together in a double act. A unicorn, if ever there was one. But in wartime, we, like all of you, have more important things to worry about. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Crawley Sisters. Well, now I've seen everything. Sometimes when I feel bad and things look blue, I wish a pal I had, say one like you. And then the singing ceases because into the back of the room have walked Matthew and his Batman, a Downton footman, both miraculously alive and back home from the front. Thank God. My dear boy. My very dear boy. And suddenly, instead of singing a song, Matthew and Mary are saying something more personal. Come on, don't stop for me. And eternal. I would say such wonderful things to you There would be such wonderful things to do If you were the only girl in the world And I were the only boy Michelle Dockery and Dan Stevens as Mary and Matthew in Downton Abbey, and that's a brilliant example of how to use a song in drama. They sing the sentiment because they can't yet say it to each other. Who wrote such a song? Well, the words are by an English writer called Clifford Gray. He was a rather successful fellow in his day, and indeed in the years since. Here he is in the 1980s, almost half a century after his death, helping the mononymous rocker Sting 
to a big hit. Even when the darkest clouds are in the sky, you mustn't sigh and you mustn't cry. Spread a little happiness as you go by. Please try. What's the use of worrying and feeling blue? When days are long, keep on smiling through. Spread a little happiness till dreams come true. Sting sings Clifford Gray, the music's by Vivian Ellis. Clifford Gray spent most of the 20s in America and wrote with all the greatest American composers, Jerome Kern, Vincent Humans, George Gershwin. Indeed, it would be true to say that in the 50 years between P.G. Woodhouse and Tim Rice, he was the most reliably successful British lyricist on Broadway. And yet he never had anything like the blockbuster hit he had had back home on the London stage during the World War. Before Les Mis, before Evita, before Oliver, there was The Bing Boys Are Here. George Roby introducing that song at the Alhambra Theatre in 1916. The show was so English, the stars, huge stars, were so English, the song was so English, the lyricist was a British subject, but the composer was American. Nat D. Air is a two-hit wonder, one hit for each side of the Atlantic. In London, he wrote If You Were the Only Girl in the World. Five years earlier, in St. Louis, Missouri, he'd written his other hit. Oh, you beautiful doll, you great big beautiful doll. Let me put my arms about you. I could never live without you, oh. You beautiful doll, you great big beautiful doll. If you ever leave me, how my heart will ache. I wanna hug you, but I fear you'd break. No, 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 oh, oh, you beautiful doll. The song was a big nothing until one night the lighting guy hit the wrong switch and put the beautiful doll in silhouette. Wow! Oh, you beautiful doll, you great big beautiful doll. Let me put my arms about you. I could never live without you. Oh. No sooner had Oh, You Beautiful Doll taken off than Nat D'Ed did something very unusual for an American composer with a big hit song. He moved to England. 
Accompanying him on that voyage was his infant son, born in 1910. Here's Nat Eyre Jr. telling me what his father brought to the British musical scene before the First World War. Well, uh, he was one of the first people, for instance, to introduce ragtime to England. And uh, it became very popular doing that, playing songs at the piano and also at the, in the music halls. Uh, he introduced a, probably a, a different... Uh, element to, to music after sort of Gilbert and Sullivan and Floridora and those sort of shows. Mm. Your father Richard, I think, came over with the American ragtime octet and decided to stay. I want to be, 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 Nat Eyre and his American ragtime octet singing Irving Berlin and Ted Snyder's I Want to Be in D-I-X, I don't know how to spell it. Nat Eyre was a performer all his life and his American ragtime was a big hit in Britain, yet he somehow wound up working on a show in London as un-American and as English as anything. Sometimes stars fade, styles change, but you can still see why something was popular in its day, even if that day is done. But a London review of 1916 called The Bing Boys Are Here is bewildering to us. Its stars, Violet Lorraine and George Roby, were household names and beloved. And this was the biggest thing they'd ever done. It was about two guys, the eponymous Bing Boys, taking a trip to London and looking around the town. But it was the standing room only smash of the war years and spawned a ton of sequels. After The Bing Boys Are Here came, inevitably... The Bing Boys are there, and the Bing Boys on Broadway, and of course the Bing Girls are here. All gone, all forgotten, except for one song. I wondered if I could ask you your uh, your memories of if you were the only girl in the world. Well, it's a long time ago, but the earliest memory I have of it was when uh, my father and Clifford Gray were working together at our flat in uh, Basil Street. Uh, the original title of, uh, of the song was, uh, as it came in the script or, or the play, was If You Were the Only Valet and I Was the Only Maid. And uh, I can remember, even today, the drawings on the front of the music was uh, George Roby dressed as a, a so-called valet and she was in the, uh, dressed up like a housemaid. And, uh, of course, uh, I don't suppose it would ever have been the success it was if they hadn't changed it to if you were the only boy and I was the only girl. If you were the only girl in the world And you were the only one Nothing else would matter in this world I think it's fair to point out that if uh, the lyrics had been left as if you were the only valet in the world and, and I were the only maid, you might have had cause to regret that. Well, I, I don't know, I think the song would have died. <laughs> <laughs> I've often wondered, really, because uh, it, it was uh, during that time, of course, uh, we didn't have radio or anything like that, and when the various uh, soldiers and sailors and so forth came back on leave, uh, one thing they did was to see two shows in London. One was the Bing Boys and the other was Chu Chin Chow. And um, 
I wondered really whether, but for those shows as a sort of meeting place uh, and their association with the war, uh, whether that song really would have uh, been a success and lasted as, as it has done. It's interesting from that point of view because, of course, it's not what you'd call a a war song. Oh, yes, well... But, but the, the troops themselves always seem to prefer more sentimental things. Well, that, that's the whole point. It, it was the sentiment at the time. And uh, after all, when they were here on leave, it probably was the only girl, and when they went back, they never knew whether they were ever going to see her again. For years afterwards, there's all these commemorations, for instance, that uh, the Armistice uh, Day ceremonies at the Albert Hall. Uh, it was one of the songs that were played year in and year out. So that probably had a lot to do with it, I'm certain of that. And the, and the association after that, of course, kept it going. Did you actually like the song yourself? Or? Well, I never disliked it. <laughs> I have no idea what possessed me to ask Nat Air Jr. such a stupid question. Why wouldn't he like it? Everybody else did. If you were the only girl in the world And I were the only boy Perry Como and Doris Day And Peggy Lee. A garden of Eden for just we two with nothing to mar our joy. Louis Prima. Now I would say such wonderful things to you. Baby, there would be such wonderful things to do. You are the only girl in the world Well, baby, and I was the only boy And Sam Cooke and Frankie Avalon and Barbara Streisand If I was the only girl Nothing else would matter in the world today The great tenor saxophonist, Sonny Rollins. The great British sitcom star, Paul Nicholas. I will say such wonderful things to you. There would be such wonderful things to do. The great British Commonwealth heavyweight boxing champion, Henry Cooper. I would say Wonderful things to you. There would be such 
Today's peerless leading lady, Bernadette Peters. If you were the only boy in the world and I think I'd have to give that one to Henry Cooper on points. If you're going to take it that slow, you can't gulp a big breath between only and boy and break up the whole sense of the line. Just my two penneth or tuppence three farthing. And now I'll never be Bernadette's only boy. Well, we've come a long way from valets and maids larking about London in the Great War. Your father and Clifford Gray worked together for the next five years on innumerable Bing Boys um, sequels. Um, what do you think it was? Because these things initially, I, I mean, the whole thing, looking back, appears a little preposterous. Do, do you think? Ah, well, yes. Well, of course, uh, after the Bing Boys, I think it was Bing Girls, mm. and then the, the Bing Boys on Broadway. I suppose that took up most of the war, really. Um, they revived it, as you know, in 1934, and I remember sitting at the, in, a, in a box at the Prince of Wales Theatre, the old Prince of Wales Theatre, on the opening night. And um, when uh, Violet Lorraine and George Roby came to sing If You Were the Only Girl in the World, the, the, the whole house broke down in, in, in tears, and I think that the show was almost held up for three quarters of an hour. Why? six years of age at the time of the original show, so I don't remember very much of the original show. But having seen this, I thought, my God, how did this ever last in the first place? <laughs> and uh, I wasn't far wrong, because six weeks after the show opened, it came off. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and then went out, I think, twice nightly on the, on the music halls, and that was the end of it. But the song endures because there is a truth in there that transcends even the most terrible of wars. To explain, here's best-selling romantic novelist Barbara Cartland. There is no woman who, when she's in love, does not wish to be the only girl in the world. And when one is in love, the world is a small, enchanted island with only two people on it. Nothing in the same way A garden of Eden 
just made for two with nothing to mar our joy. I would say such wonderful things to you. There would be such wonderful things to do if I were the sees only the face of the man one loves, hears only his voice and the beat of his heart. Wherever we may be, even in a crowded room, we are alone, because no one else has any importance. To me, he is the only man, and to him, I am the only woman in the whole wide world. If you were the only girl in the of Eden, just made for two, with nothing to mar our joy. I would say such wonderful things to you. There would be such wonderful things to do if you were the Barbara Cartland singing with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and our old friends here at Serenade Radio, the Mike Sam Singers. How do you follow Dame Barbara? Well, with a knight. Knight and dame, you are the ones, as Cole Porter almost said. And when it comes to explicating this song... That's true. Here's one of my favourite performances from the 21st century by a distinguished classical and film composer who got a kick out of doing favourite pop songs to small audiences in intimate cabaret rooms. Sir Richard Rodney Bennett. If you were the only girl in the world 
A song from Me To You, music by Nat D. Air, words by Clifford Gray, played and sung by Richard Rodney Bennett. In his play Private Lives, Noel Cad made a famous observation about the strange potency of cheap music. He doesn't mean merely that the sheet music's a nickel or the digital download is 99 pence. He means that these are simple tunes with catchpenny sentiments, and the quotation has been applied to a zillion songs over the last nine decades. But the best example of what he meant is a song that plays a key role in that play, Private Lives. The original musical show is dead. The entire theatrical tradition in which it was written is dead. The last soldier who took that song back to the trenches, who pined for his sweetheart and mocked the enemy with it. If you were the only Bosch in the trench and I had the only gun, the last soldier of that awful war is dead. And all that remains are music and lyrics and that strange potency. Stein's Song of the Week was presented by Mark Stein and produced for Serenade Radio by Brian Savin.